and welcome back to another episode of Gobbing Through the Motions with me, Callum. And me, Alex. How's it going, guys? <laughs> yeah. Well, Do you try again? No, I <laughs> no, said okay. everything we'll fine. We'll keep it. We'll keep it. Gobbing Through the Motions. Uh, <laughs> we are, of course, the podcasting equivalent of a confusing message. Yeah. Oh, okay, wait. we've done this bit, but now we've done this. Now you does that mean I can't do my excellent joke again? No, do the joke. No, you didn't do the joke before. I think you interrupted before. What was your joke? Go for it. Oh, my joke was, uh, "Do you have another pal?" Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, I should have set you up again. Oh, that's yeah. a shame. I Interesting. Know. Dick. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, anyway, you sent me a picture of a cat. Go yeah, on, tell yeah, the story. Yeah. Well, um, so you'll like this. this. Is it's a little a little heartfelt story for for everyone out there. Um, so, so basically, you know, Maddie and I live in, uh, in, in sort of West London way and, and we, we have a tiny, tiny little outdoor patio bit. And over the last sort of couple of months, every so often we see this beautiful big ginger cat and we think, oh, it must be belonged to one of the neighbors or whatever outside. And this is very nice and stuff. But, um, but, uh, and, but every time we try and get close to it, just try and pet it, it's terrified. It runs away instantly. And then we're like, oh, that's unusual for a cat to be that petrified of humans. Like it has, it wants nothing to do with us. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so so the 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 last sort of few nights, um, or not last night, the night before, we we saw it again. It was outside on our little sort of bench area thing that we have outside, which you know, and it was curled up in a ball. And Maddie oh. noticed that it had a really really bent paw. Its right its right paw, its front paw. So I'm trying. Was it ninety yeah. degrees? Like genuinely oh. shot out, and it was like it snapped in half. It was oh, so so bad, and I was like, oh. and, and I was like, oh, there's the cat, there's the cat. And Maddie was like, I think it's paws hurt, and I looked closer, and I'm like, oh god, yeah, that's really not okay. So yeah, of yeah. course we didn't have any food or anything, but I'm like, I mean, we we got to try and catch this thing. Of course, as soon as we jump outside, like the thing moves like the wind, even on three yeah, yeah. legs, it is yeah, terrified yeah. of humans. I mean, it's clearly been hit by a car or something. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I mean, we, there was not much more we could have done about it. We went to bed. And then last night we were out with um, uh, with Maddie's pal, and we, we went to we went to a show, and then we had some drinks, and, and we came home quite late and quite intoxicated. Alex, oh, we very had quite good, a, quite a nice last night. My head's um, a little bit a little bit throbbing. Been on a couple of those evenings with you. Yes, oh, yes. Well, we're we're goodness. quite we're quite uh, you know t- celebrating the jubilee in style, obviously, Alex. Of course, like oh my, <laughs> yes, oh my god, the, the long weekend has begun. Um, I, if I tell you I was in Covent Garden. Today, today at about midday you can imagine the day i've had oh my god why would you do that to yourself well because i forgot so, so, so basically we got in i mean we got must have gotten about midnight and again and guess who's outside on the bench now oh, this time we're prepared because maddie picked up a couple of tins of cat food and maddie opened the cat food and put it out onto the bench and oh. it went mental for it. It was so hungry. So yeah. I, so there we go. So I go outside and try and grab it, but it runs away. It knows instantly. But I grab yeah, the yeah. food and I spend, it took me over an hour, but an hour and a half to just gradually move the tin of food closer and closer to our back door, move it in, yeah. move it in, move it in. And then to the point, every time I tried to grab it, it would like, it would run away. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm back to the start. Like it was, right. it was so frustrating. Anyway, crept forward, crept, you know, we made a good three, four meters of ground. And then it let me pet its head. It was like, it was fine. It was fine. Its poor okay. claw was absolutely like, a paw was, was, I mean, it is fucked. Like yeah, the yeah. thing is fucked. Um, eventually it's like two in the morning. I'm like, right, fuck this. So I got it in because every time I try and close the door, it like runs out again. I'm like, no, no, fucking run away. Oh, it was so yeah, yeah. frustrating. You would have, I'm sure you could imagine. I grabbed, I just grabbed the scruff of its neck and picked it up. And it was just like, 
and it just immobil you know like as a cat would it just immobilizes it and it's right. fine pull the door behind it and it kind of had a moment it was like holy shit holy shit and it like pissed on the floor and stuff and it was terrified but then yeah. but then it was and it, you know it did a wee hiss and then it just settled and it just right. curled up into a little ball and settled and was like you know clearly so stressed yeah, but it yeah. was letting us pet it and i'm going right okay you know what's our plan now <laughs> yeah yeah what but, next and i because and i, I kind of thought right okay so we've tried phone the rspc and stuff out of hours emergency no one would take it no one was answering and i'm like oh god this is bad but they, they, we couldn't have just left it so yeah, yeah. so i mean well, maybe we could have done and waited till the morning and see if it come back anyway so we closed the curtains in that room that you you know and it's just sort of covered there we, we had a bit of a tough night's sleep because every time it moved or made a noise we were like oh shit is it okay um, yeah, yeah, yeah of but, but we woke up and i sent you the photo of it like tucked away into the um the curtains but yeah. i tell you what you cannot get hold of a vet today for love nor money because it is of course the bank holiday it is 70 yeah, yeah, yeah. years of of lizzie um uh in in power i don't know what that what is she yeah is she in power yeah the emperor Empire, yeah. she's the emperor it's empress empress um queenie is, is emperor is emperor um like a male a male version i thought just emperor was like you, you know what i mean you wouldn't just say doctor no 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 doctoress would you or a, no. a lawyeress well yeah but you also wouldn't say like em- king ass either would you well well alex well what would you oh, say <laughs> what would you say queen. you would say queen you would say queen <laughs> I d- I, but it always gets me why you say actress and actor well, I think, do you know what i mean i'm like say uh, actor i mean i think i think i mean this is just me talking about my arse here but i imagine the whole idea of being at the the head of an empire yeah that i think the word empire has to play a big part in it so empire emperor empire empress okay. that's what i imagine yeah but no i think we're no no no. but i think i'm, I'm making the point of why is why does it be orientated around if it's a, a male or female just you're the emperor I yeah no well that, oh, I, I don't know give a shit. Anyway, so yeah. so we grabbed this. So, so, so the cat, the cat's inside. Cannot get a hold of a vet. Like just cannot get hold of one. And um, yeah, I literally phone everyone. Eventually, one of the vets calls me back and is like, "Look, if you can get it into a carrier, we're close today. But look, sounds pretty bad. We can get it down to you." So Maddie pops out. We we, we basically we get a wee crate for it, and we we have to walk about half an hour to get to this vet. Walk yeah. all the way. We nearly had to go to one in Hampstead though, because it was the only other one that was opened. Jesus. Um, and I'm praying, I'm praying because that that it's got a chip and it belongs to a family, and we haven't yeah. just like grabbed this stray. Of course, yeah, we yeah. get there and, oh, God, and it opens and stuff, and they're like, "Yeah, there's no chip." And I'm like, "Oh," and I'm like, "Does that still mean it could belong to family?" And she's like, "Well, it's illegal to own a cat without one." Yeah. And so yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. "Oh God, this is just this is just a stray cat, but it's a beautiful ginger cat." Just I know it's beautiful. a lovely photo. Oh, it's so it's so. Pr- I'll send you one more. Um, I'll do just it. when you have it. I've got quite a few. But I mean, y- you think of stray cats and you think of like, you know, the aristocrats and these sort of things, like just, you know, hor- horribly, um, hor- <laughs> sort of like the sort of horrible looking ones of the street. Look at that. Hang on. Look at your phone now. Look at him. I'm assuming it's a him. Oh. Isn't that a lovely cat? I'm show I'm showing these to Ilham later and she's gonna freak out. But we did a good thing. Look at this. I'll send you this one too. What what are you looking at now? What are you looking at? Oh, you having a little grin is what it is. What am I what am I doing though? Oh you're carrying we carrying the cat. Carrying the cat. Yeah, we take, take taking the cat me. taking the cat to the hospital. 
Yeah, that's it there. There's Lovely. one more for you there. That's oh, and another there. one. Another one. This is great. This is great audio media, this. Yeah. I'll send you a dirty photo now. Would you like one of those? Oh, you can send me you that later. This, you can't show that one till. No, no, no. Send me that later. That's <laughs> fine. That's okay. Fine. But there you go. So that's my wee good deed of the day. We we no, saved that's the cat. lovely. That's lovely, lovely. Does uh, does uh, busy up the day though? I imagine. Oh, I mean, we were knackered by the end of it, and and I did the and I did the whole thing hungover, Alex, as well. Oh yes, which is no, it. Lest, yes. lest we forget. Yes, lest you forget <laughs> at the start. Um, lest we forget the hanging out the arseness. <laughs> hanging out my arse. Try to grab this cat. Maddie was so good with it as well. It was so sweet to watch her because, of course, like you know, you know what it's like. It's like, can we keep it? No, no. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just imagining you trying to grab this cat while pissed, like just off your tits. I was not. I was uh, too soon. Oh, genuinely though, mate, I was like really quite drunk trying to just get this cat inside. It was like, oh, brilliant. You okay? Like it had nothing. But hey, Jesus. Turns out you're, you know, you're, you are your true self when you're drunk. And it turns out I love a little bit of, I love a little bit of looking after animals when I'm pissed. So there you go. Fair enough. I mean, if it had been any, if it clawed at me. Um, yeah. or hiss then it would have been game a different, over. different set of, different set of yeah, game so over. Sweet. it didn't even it was just so afraid I was so yeah, afraid oh bless oh. Um, there you go anyway you went into Covent Garden was that because yeah, you were teaching bad idea uh, yeah it's because I was teaching and my oh, student lives in student, Covent Garden yeah, exactly one, <laughs> there's yeah. no other way to do that oh goodness yeah <laughs> and I forgot so I got off the uh, embankment station had to they had to go they were ushering people out the side exits because all those central stations they were like all rammed. Really? All rammed. Terrible decision to go in today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what, I mean, genuinely though, what is the appeal of being in London today? Like, I don't know. Any excuse. Do, do, you, know excuse what, do you know what to, I mean? I'm like, I'm it's the like, pubs, it's the bunting, it's, you know, all the shops are, you know, going in, in on the pageantry and stuff like that. There is something about it. Oh, don't Which get me wrong. Like, I think it's it feels... unbelievably incredible. I think the whole thing, you know, like the and and, I, and I've especially her as, as you know, seventy years of, oh, yeah. as the emperor. <laughs> um, oh yeah, yeah. I think is amazing. Sorry, I interrupted you though. What you're saying? You you said it feels a bit. No, it, it feels like kind of. Oh, it's like stepping back in time. Yeah, you never. Yeah, yeah. You don't. You don't get those big patriotic moments as a Brit anymore. Really. No. No, you, like you don't really, and no. I think I think it can be quite. Nice. I mean, I don't give a shit about it at the moment. Not really. You, I mean, I like that it that it's a thing. I don't like that I'm living in it though. Do you think <laughs> that? I mean, it's, like, it's I, like being a it's like being in Edinburgh during the Fringe. You're like, I know this is the largest performing arts festival in the world, but I'm trying to go to the fucking shops. Yeah, here. yeah. <laughs> do you, Do you think that um a lot of it? I mean, a lot of it's got to do with Queen Elizabeth herself. Oh, yeah. and I mean, she's an absolute legend. She is. And do you think a lot of? I mean, I think when she. You know, I think it's going to be the end of an era of the royal family when she uh, when she dies. Definitely, because you know, I just don't think that even Charles, um, you know, maybe Charles, but Charles, you know, her son. But I, I do think that um, the new generation of royals is is very much in the the hearts and minds of everyone, and she's the last she's the last true monarch almost of that old style Britain that I think we all know and love yeah. when we think about you know bunting and. Um, yeah. you know i think i think everybody is like world war ii do you know what i mean and then exactly the, and the, and the, cor- no, that's you know, the exactly coronations it. and everything like that's that's what she actually represents really yeah you know? no exactly and that's why you still have you know the lancasters and the hurricanes and spitfires flying over as well with the new i um yeah i mean 
she she's she is the last she is she, it, it is odd i mean of you know um she's, she's the people she's met i mean she knew winston churchill you know, know. she knew Madness. jfk she knew marilyn monroe i mean they, they're people who you know they're, they're so in they're 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 they feel like they didn't exist i mean winston churchill for one yeah. right the fact that she met winston churchill is amazing and i think of winston churchill just as when I think of him, he's a, he's a figure from history. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so he's almost like Henry VIII. He might yes. as well be Henry well, VIII to it. us. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? But that you're not wrong, mate. Like yeah, that's yeah. kind of that feeling. Um, but hey, I had another thought. I had another thought, but this is just an, out, an outward thought. So they were doing something about um, you know World War Two and lest we forget and, and all this sort of stuff there. And I thought, oh, that's really really great. And then they were doing. And then at one point, I was sort of watching a little bit of the parade on the TV. And they said something on the lines of, oh, and here's um, so-and-so and so commemorating the Battle of William the Orange, or William of Orange, what's it called? Um, uh, do you, do you know what I mean? Fight, like that, yeah. Fighting the French. And I'm like, are we, oh, we're, we're still remembering that one. We still, yeah, yeah, yeah. we still commemorate. We still, yeah, yeah. and here they are. Oh, no, that was it. And they, they were going, and here's the one, this is to commemorate Lancelot. And I'm like, to commemorate Lancelot, or we're commemorating. Wait, Lancelot. what? Do you know what that's I mean? not a thing. Yeah, no, apparently it is. And this is the point that I was like, didn't exist. No, but no, no, but like, I think it was not. I know, I know, I don't. I think it didn't. But the point I was trying to make was, it was like Arthurian sort of um, style of, or or that other. I think this is William of Orange, and I'm thinking, are we still remembering? those sort of wars are we still yeah. rem- do you know what i mean like do we still go oh bannockburn never forget son never forget never forget the battle of bannockburn i mean, I mean some people do, do you know what, do what, I, what mean? I mean but yeah exactly yeah <laughs> no, never forget never forget they they died for us it's like and at what at what point and it's a kind of a sad fact i had at what point is is world war Two going to be a God, that was that was too Oof. long ago. Do you know what I mean? It's like they died I for mean, us, and too much stuff changes. I mean, not in our lifetime, of course. Do you know what I no, mean? It's always going to be no. a poignant point in history. But like, I just I just found it quite funny when they were like they were talking about a time in history that is clearly five, six, seven generations away from us. Yeah, and yeah they were yeah, like, yeah. never forget. <laughs> <laughs> well, we nearly did. You didn't say anything. Yeah, and um, meanwhile, us we, us millennials are sitting here going, "What? Well, what was that one? I don't remember yeah, that at all." Exactly. Exactly. Well, anyway, it's a lot of uh, lot of stuff there. Anyway, but we're not we're not on any of that podcast, are we? No, no, we're not a cat emperor. Oh, do you know there is a sorry, I'm talking about Jesus Christ. That is atrocious. I was going to say. I was what I was going to say. What? I know. I'm so tired. We were sleep after this. Um. There is a band, Alex, called the Cat Empire. Brilliant. <laughs> Don't know what I'm going to do with that information. No, but they're good. <laughs> they do a song called Hello. Uh, it's very good. If, if there was no copyright issues, I could play I'm sure I could play a small bit of it. Yeah, 30 um, seconds, I hear. Oh, can the, I do that? Should I, should apparently, I, should yeah. I, well, should we break this then? This is this is um, just to sort of tee into... Uh, I can't believe in a movie music podcast, the first time we're actually going to play some music on the podcast is going to be Hello from the Cat Empire. <laughs> Like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? <laughs> no, no. We didn't do Jewel of the Fates last week. We didn't do Anakin's theme. None of that. Gotta wait till it gets to 29 seconds. See? Yeah, of course, we are not a music and movies podcast. We are a Cat Empire podcast. And Apparently each week, so. we're going to stop the music just at 29 um, minutes. Right, I'm going to pause this now. It's a good song, the way. 29 minutes. Seconds. We're at 23. 
I'm gonna oh, stop there. I had to hold my nerve. I, I didn't. I didn't have my nerve, Alex. I did not expect it to go the way it did. I was what? enjoying the brassiness, and oh, then yeah. it started rapping. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's really and good. I didn't. I didn't see that it's at a, all. It's, a might, good, it's, a, it's good. You, you I might like listen it. to that. Yeah, you yeah. like it. You like it. But of course, we are not an Empire and Cat podcast. We are, of course, a music and movies podcast. And each week, um, we will be talking to you about uh, the. the I'm going to level with you, Alex. And yeah, we obviously on. went to see this together. And we, we did. We were. We had our thoughts afterwards. We, we had, did. We very much had our thoughts after this. But I continue to think about this movie long after. I'm confused, mate. I'm oh, confused. Yeah. What happened? How? What happened? How? How does this had no right? This had yeah. no right, did that it? That is genuine. That is the no that is the right. headline. That is the headline <laughs> in my head, which is this movie has absolutely no right to be. Who gave who gave this movie the right to be as good as it is? Uh-huh. Uh, like astonishing. We're 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 doing astonishing. We're doing Top Gun Maverick this week, and Alex and I loved it. I I mean I don't know about I mean. I, I, I looked. I looked over at you a couple of times, but yeah. I, I was like, I was grinning ear so to ear throughout I. this whole movie. This was, and I was just thinking, they don't make them like this anymore. They don't. They don't. And I and I and I think there was there was one point in particular, and I and it was like, it was a tr- it was like it was the movie equivalent of a trust fall, but the trust, but the, what you were falling into was just entertainment. It was just lo- losing losing any preconceived notions of what you should or shouldn't be watching. It was. It was it was when the movie. Do you know what it was like? Do you know what that moment was? And it was the moment where I mean, we're going to do full spoilers, obviously. Film oh, yeah. starts. If you haven't seen it, then you're fucking fault. But um, the the first bit when he shows you how when when you know no one can do it, and he just flies it and does it himself and proves them that oh, he yeah, can yeah, do yeah. it in two minutes yeah. fifteen or three minutes fifteen. And you and I, yeah, we, he does the impossible, and then he shaves another ten seconds yeah. off it. You're like, yes, yeah. mate. That, do you know what it was like? <laughs> it was like a trust fall in something of. It was like, it was like I would imagine, you know, how happy you'd be like if your son or daughter came out and was like, "Hey, just so you know, I'm gay, and this is my partner," and you, and they're like, and we actually love this, and you're like, amazing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah, just yeah. kind of like happened, nah, yeah. It, and and it was like you just you just fall into it, and that kind of like didn't like I didn't, and, and we were talking a little bit about Obi Wan because we, you know, that's coming, um, but but the other what I said around some of the decisions I think that they've made with someone like Darth Vader in that show is very, very, this was a very, very good reason for that. I.e. over the, this movie and the previous movie, they gave you, they gave you all of the ingredients. Okay. Yep. They gave you all the ingredients for you as an audience member to be able to not only um, instantly like justify any decision, any characters make, but you in some way were almost like prepared for it so they set up like it was almost it was almost like no no sir all 13 all over again do you know what i mean it kind of had that point how it it brought up that kind of like nobody can do this hang on there's an you know there's a there's a there's a plane uh in in the area and at that you know it was the same yeah yeah yeah, yeah, and we we were like who 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 else but do you know yeah. what I mean? And it was, and I think it was, it wasn't what we were seeing because we looked at each other and smiled before yeah. we saw what he did. But it yeah, was yeah. because 
it was like you know when you put a big black forest gato put down in front of you and you can already <laughs> taste it do you know what i mean it was yeah, like yeah, it yeah. was like that I, I loved it it was like no you know what's coming, it was, guys yeah Just no absolutely and enjoy <laughs> absolutely you could probably if you were given like a full synopsis for this movie you could probably plot it out beat for beat yeah like I mean, if you start off like very similar to the first one i mean structure wise and i remember thinking as i was watching it but the third okay, act, yes, but... but the third act kind of changes and um th- there's a really good observation i i, I read i can't remember i heard some sorry i'm interrupting you keep going mate i'll, I'll let no, you know but you would be able to like block it out mm. you would be able to just say okay this is going to happen and this is going to happen and then then this has to happen and then in order for them to have those character moments then they're going to do this thing and he's going to you know grow as a person by doing this because this is his fatal character flaw in the beginning of the movie and you know all of this Mm. before it happens it doesn't subvert any expectations Mm. like Mm. at all like it doesn't it doesn't surprise me there's no shock factor in it yeah there was absolutely no shock factor in in plot or development or or if not but it was all done magnificently mm. and what I, and what i love about it is that everybody's on the same page yeah do you know um I, I saw this today actually they showed this movie at can right oh really they showed this movie at can and the whole place gave tom Cru- tom cruise because tom cruise was there presenting it and they all gave him a standing ovation wow they fucking loved it at can yeah a top gun yeah. movie yeah mental yeah it, it, it's doing and I love that. so well this movie though it's just doing so well and i mean so i read so i read somewhere else you know one of the one of the sort of review headlines was we needed this do you know what i yeah. mean and, yeah, and, yeah. and and that's quite that's quite special actually isn't it's it it's a it is a bit of a palate cleanser yeah isn't it it's a bit of a palate cleanser one for it to have that just like really really great really really great action movie mm. that doesn't do more than what it says in the tin but but the but the tin is fucking high quality yeah yeah do, do, do you know what i mean and it raises another point and you know you teed up this question the, the inevitable question after the cinema which was like this or batman oh yeah 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 and it's been a really interesting discussion one with myself in the head because you know there aren't that many people in the world that are actually interested in having yeah, that yeah. conversation with yeah. me like oh fucking who cares tom cruise or batman but Honestly, I'm I'm in I'm in Top Gun Mavericks camp. Yeah. As far as Batman is concerned. And actually, and that's not anything to do with the movie The Batman, Matt Reeves Batman, but it has everything to do with the fact that it doesn't matter how good the Batman is, it's a superhero movie and there'll be another one next month. Yeah, yeah. And and there, there's no amount of quality that the that these superhero genre movies can throw at us now at this point. This is how I feel. I mean, I'm not saying this is how everybody feels, but this is how I feel. There's no amount of quality that they can throw at us now where I'm not just still going to be a, a a little my 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 emotional reaction to them is still going to be tempered by the fact that is is another superhero movie well so there are certain things that i'm just going to see over and over and over and over yeah. and over again and and whereas i'm seeing this top gun everything and i'm seeing these mad things happening in these fighter jets um and the story being told through almost through the choreography of these jets and it, we've not seen it since the original Top Gun movie like 30 years ago. They've not made a fighter pilot movie this good again. Mm. And I'm like, yes, this is like entertainment. This is like the 
popcorn in your face entertainment. Oh yeah, I mean this is this is this is the most. But, but it's the is, antidote to it, like all the other big budget movies of the last decade. It feels like. Yeah, I mean, I mean, oh god, there's so many points that you raised there. I mean, so let let's. I'll come back to. I'll come back to that second point you raised. I mean, just back yeah, to sorry. the superhero point. I mean, the 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 thing is as well. I watched it and. You know, like compare it to the Batman, right? Um, I, I'm I don't disagree with you actually, and the reason why, but when I when I think about the the, the reason why is I I think they are just different movies because when I think about that question and I remove the Batman and yep. I put in, um, I I put in uh, James Gunn's Suicide Squad, I think I prefer James Gunn's Suicide Squad to this, to to Top Gun, and. And I'm thinking, why did I say I prefer that to this, but not the Batman to this? I don't think oh, okay, it has. Yeah, I don't, that's interesting. I don't think it has anything to do with superhero. I think it is just down to the genre of the movie. Right. Um. You know, I went in to see a very different movie. I was mentally prepared for a very different movie, but oddly enough, the kind of the readiness level that I would experience to watch this sort of movie is closer aligned to the kind of crazier, wackier Suicide Squad as opposed to Batman. So that's why I find it really difficult. You know, it's like it is apples and pears. I know that's a pretty shitty answer. Um, But continuing with that train of thought, right? You know, your pop gun, your pop gun, your pop, your pop gun. gun. Love that. Let's go with that. Don't even correct yourself. Pop gun's amazing. Your your, your pop gun, (laughs) popcorn-y sort of top gun moment, right? Which, um, which I love throughout this. And you said, you know, the big blockbusters and, and the cans point is really interesting, right? Because we have been getting blockbusters for the past, you know, since, you know, the previous Top Gun, right? We have been getting these big blockbusters, these big um, action hero uh, blockbusters. But, Absolutely. But, there, there, there's, a, there's an $100 million movie coming out every month at this point. Yeah, well, and that's it, right? And, you know, look, the, the, the elephant in the room being Star Wars is an example, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but, but if I can sort of tie in uh, the, the closest, I guess, like, and I think that maybe this is audience-wise, maybe I'm jumping too far to a conclusion. I think if you love the original Top Gun, you love the Transformers movies. I think there's something that is credibly deta- attachable between those two styles of movie. And both, both of them have an utter attribution with blockbuster, action-packed, almost obnoxious level of action and, and, and showmanship, but right. very much aware of what they are. But this, this was a real blockbuster. This wasn't like, you know, because this, this actually did have story and this actually did have character. And yeah. I think that, so, so, and, and, and so like I go back to like, this had no right to be as good as it did really what we're what we're actually saying there mate is we didn't think like we, we thought this would be shit do you know oh, do you know what i mean like did. that's what we're saying for months for months i've been seeing top gun maverick in the trailers and cinemas and every single time i've been rolling my eyes so far into the back of my head you would not believe yeah and i've just been like oh god it's just yeah tom cruise is just dicking around in jets he's he's, he's finally done everything he wanted to do in Mission Impossible, in Mission Impossible movies, there's not a stunt left to do, mm. uh, and although although we'll get we'll get to that as well, but there's not a stunt left to do, and now he's just dicking around in planes, and he was like, oh, can, "Can somebody film this? We'll make like a Top Gun sequel or something like that, mm. and it's just going to be that." And I'm like, "It's not that. Yeah. There's so much yeah. like care to entertain in yeah. this." Do you want to talk about Tom Cruise? I mean, 
he, he was he was just outstanding, wasn't he? I mean, he was. He's not I, human, mate. He was. He I'm was convinced. He was outstanding because he was char- he was charismatic, and I never found him charismatic in the first film, but I wanted him to win. And and actually, my one of the well, we talked about it when we did the first one. He's an absolute twat in the first yeah, one. He's yeah, a dickhead. He, he is. Yeah. Jesus, this is fifty-one. You know, when I first looked on the IMDb top two hundred and fifty, it was sixty-seven. It's fifty-one. Is it? It's fifty-one. That much. That's Jesus. that's bananas. That is bananas. Um, I did love it because I mean that was his Mustang, the 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 P fifty-one Mustang that you know that was his own plane when he was working. Yeah, on I heard that. Yeah, yeah, um, I heard that. But I, 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 and and what I loved about this, I mean, the the opening sequence and the music that was playing, you know, during during a lot of the the, the stuff, I think it was Dark Star that was playing, and, and you know, obviously Hans Zimmer working with Lady Gaga and Harold um, Faltermeyer, which so there's, there's there's about three of them that really kind of pull together on the score. Yeah, and Lauren Balf. Oh, Lauren Balf as well. Ah, I did not know that. Which one was Lauren Balf? And was he? Just well, he was the he was Zimmer? the um, score producer. Is I think what. Uh, music produced by i think was the was his title on the opening well. credits because yeah. i spotted him on the opening credits well i saw yeah oh that's right because he was next to hans zimmer and lady gaga it was like a yeah he really, was after they're, them they're he was after them yeah ah, that's what you yes you did say that and you said it out loud to me um yeah, yeah. i remember but 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 it was just amazing that that opening intro when we have him you know he's a test pilot he's trying to pull um what is it he's trying to pull uh is it's not ten G? It's ten times the speed of Mac ten, isn't it? Oh yeah, he's going Mac ten, yeah. Which is, I I think is probably very much unrealistic, but but I don't know anything about Max. Well, I mean, you know, if, if Concord, I think went Mac two or Mac two point five or Mac. I think it went up to Mac three point one was the fastest it was ever recorded. So right, that's okay. three times the speed of sound. Jesus. Um. So that's yeah. So Shockwave Central. But I thought when I started watching it, I thought that was. I was gonna. I was like, oh, here we go, and he's in. But what a way to ease you into the movie. Be- yeah. And it was a couple of moments, especially when it was the you know the totally zoomed out view, and you just saw it moving in slow motion, or not slow motion, but because you were you know because you were so far away from seeing it, you could just see this streaking line around the surface yeah. of the Earth. Oh, there was this. some gorgeous it shots was in there, wasn't so it? It was so beautiful. And the music yeah. was just going, you know, Hans Zimmer was really just pulling all, all, all the stops out there. I thought it was such a wonderful sequence. Yeah. And the way that I liked that, the way that I liked that is because it made you feel two things simultaneously, right? You you hadn't been watching the movie long, but all you knew was he was they were all losing their jobs and he was Maverick was doing it for them. He wasn't doing yeah, it for yeah. him. He was doing it for them. And therefore, he was trying to show them to, so that... And again, like, I, I loved the the theme. Because everyone knew, right? And as soon as you said Top Gun in, in modern day, the theme was always going to be um, anything I can do, a, a machine can do better. You know, the kind of, like, autonomy's taking over this role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I knew... Yeah. And, like, it's such an appropriate theme, you know, as an, en- as an aer- aero engineer myself. I understand a lot of that concept and stuff. And I really like that as a kind of constantly battling one and there's there's a multitude of different ways in which you can approach that conversation yeah. um but you were watching him for his team he wasn't being a dick and it, it was and you were building your building and he's going to get to 10 and you as an audience member were going oh my god please 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 get to 10 please get to 10 and as soon as he got to 10 you as an audience member f- flipped exactly to the other side because again the conditions were already set 
you yeah. know this character, you know he's reckless, and you know what he's going to do after 10. Do you, yeah, do yeah, you, know, yeah. do you know what like, I ooh, mean? Ooh, but just, just, and he even says that out loud. He just goes, just a and little. You, what does he say? He says, just a little push. And, 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 it's, <laughs> and that is 10.1. And it and is just like, amazing. <laughs> exactly, but that's it. It is amazing because it, it, what, what, uh, it, it's like climbing up to the steep, Peak, peak, and then you start going down again. You're you're rooting for you, like, come on, get there, get there, get there, get there. And the difference of point one, and then you go, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. Amazing. Just like, yeah. and that happens just in the first five minutes, first ten minutes. Do you know what I mean? And it just is brilliant. It's a brilliant yeah. way to start the film. So good, so good. And then of course we get into the central plot mm. of it, which is there's this mad mission mm. that is impossible for anyone that's not maverick basically mm, mm. um that they've got to do and i love the fact that there was actually an objective in this movie throughout you, yeah. throughout and it was always in the back of it, it was always present it was always there you always knew what the mission was well and be, beyond the fact that there was an impossible mission but choreographically you knew exactly what beats they had to hit why it was difficult and what they were doing so every single time they were in the air you understood what was going on and even a complete layman was just like like oh yeah but you know the but they can't get too high because otherwise otherwise the sams are going to get them but um you know they can't go too close to the mountain because they'll crash or whatnot and you, you you began to the only get thing really... I didn't understand was why was there a time associated with it? Oh, it was because they no, would, it was it was it, it, would, it, it was so trigger... that the uh, enemy jets um, yeah would take yeah would intercept them and take them yeah down. yeah so they, they had to yeah they had to be uh, in and out fast enough so that the uh, more advanced jets couldn't catch Brilliant. them. But it's such and, a well constructed you know like and, oh, and again I, you know with everything I, I'm I'm a big fan again I, I know we are talking about Kenobi right but like we will get to it. but like using that as an example when when you don't bound a, a scene or you don't bound a situation and you go well why didn't they just do this why did they just do that you know what I mean yeah. they they perfectly fenced the field in didn't they so yeah. that you could go. I know what I've got to work with. I know the space I've got to work with and I know they know it. So now let's do this. You know what I mean? Everything's controlled. And I think that that's what it, it, it offered that handrail throughout the film. As you say, it was always at the back of your mind. Yeah. And the, the mission and the the mission sort of created half of the drama and all those things that we were like getting really, really pumped yeah. up for. And you compare that to the first movie and actually none of that is there. No, like, there's it, no it's, drama. It's, You're right. It's, it's, little, it's literally just the alpha bros in the flight school. And then in the last 10 minutes, like, oh, by the way, there's some MIGs closing in. Do you want to go and shit them down or something like that? Mm. And, and you're like, why? Mm, mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, because, you know, we're in the Navy and that's what we do type thing. Whereas here, you actually had um, a tangible mission that was unflyable. Yeah. That was keeping you going. And then on top of that, you had the character emotional drama of Goose's son, mm. uh, Rooster. Mm played brilliantly by Miles Teller, who is the absolute spitting Oh, amazing of casting, isn't absolute it? Absolute spitting. It is amazing of... casting, how they did yeah. that. Um, and, and then you, you introduced that backstory and then that character dynamic between Maverick and Rooster. And then that's just an, a, another delightful, dramatic element that's mm. just making everything even tastier. So, it's so brilliant. Before, before I, I mean, just, just 
last thing I'll say as well, to harken back to our first conversation. So Peter Craig, he was actually the, the writer of the story, one of the, the story writers that created that. And I think he was the, the one sort of famous for going, this is why, you know, we have to have this one um, scene that they are, that, that, you know, that, that everything's got to build to the crescendo of the final act because that was a, yeah, that yeah. third act was wonderful. Um, right. Peter Craig also wrote the story for another film, ironically. Oh. Oh, go on. Uh, the Batman. <laughs> he was the same. He's the same guy who wrote the same. He he wrote the story for that. Um, Love it. So so interesting. Now you said obviously you're talking a little bit about Miles Taylor um, as 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 you know Bradshaw Bradley Bradshaw's Rooster, um, who great great name Bradley Bradshaw. That was great. <laughs> I I um I liked I liked him a lot. I wanted to see more of him. And I did. I was a bit confused why we were getting the love story from Maverick. I just it didn't. It was it was fine. I would have not liked to have seen more. Like I liked Maverick, and I would have liked to have seen Maverick more. Kind of like so. So so I, there's a, there's a really known thing about people coming to the end of their military careers, right? It's very much the kind of Brooks was here theory, which right, is okay. that's all he's known, that's all he's had. It's military his whole life, and now he's no longer in the military. What do you do with yourself now that you're out yeah, in yeah. the real world? And as a it's a very, very relatable crisis to, to, you know, millions of veterans, not just in the UK, but across the yeah, world. Yeah. And um, my, if I was to have made some tweaks to the story, I wouldn't have seen any of the romantic love relationship with him. I would have scaled that right down. And I would have maybe even given Rooster some sort of like love fling or love relationship. Yeah, yeah, something. Yeah. But, but the real relationship that you want, I think that you should have worked on was no romance, a relationship like they really, I don't think that they properly fleshed out why Rooster was so resentful from him. And the whole mum story, you know, like, oh, he told his mum this. And, you know, then um, Meg Ryan, who played his mum, you know, didn't obviously in this movie, she's died in, in the story. Yeah, um, yeah. And they mentioned that. I just think that they should have removed Gen Jennifer Con Connelly's character and that storyline altogether and really focused on the platonic relationship between Maverick and Rooster and yeah. the complexities of it. And potentially what is very clearly Maverick's sort of up and coming gonna gonna be breakdown when he has to leave the military and i just think if you had just addressed those themes the themes between the two characters you obviously had the theme of humans versus machines doing this and then the story going out i think this would have been a perfect movie and i very very rarely said that but i okay. think that would have been so a, i have another what a, if i five out of five movie yeah, yeah, I have another what if that I think could have fixed that as well, because I agree. Because I agree, I think the Jennifer Connelly part was um, th that that was definitely the weakest. They didn't really uh, that romance didn't really justify itself. No. But I think it could have because again, we're talking about you know um, discovering uh, char characters' fatal flaws mm. early on in the movie, and then kind of tracking how you fix that throughout mm. the movie. And I had an idea that fairly early on in the movie how I thought it was going to go, and I was kind of surprised that, that didn't happen. Was that I I thought the the daughter would turn out to be his. Oh right, yeah, and it yeah, didn't because yeah. uh, because obviously one of the big things that Rooster when they're having their big when they're having their big like this is my problem with you and this is your problem with me you know that kind of uh, right yeah me men saying how they truly feel confrontation <laughs> bit um is he was like yeah you've had nobody it's easy easy for you you've just spent your whole life in the middle you've got nobody you've never cared about anybody you don't have wife kids whatever blah 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 and then and and that clearly got to him. 
Mm. That clearly got to Maverick in, in, in the moment. And obviously, as you were saying, it's something that like he was very, you know, very much struggling with. And I thought it would be no, it would have been a really, really nice realization. If he he wouldn't have known it at that point in the movie, but maybe at some point in the movie, he finds out that the daughter is actually his, mm. and that actually he has a tangible family mm, mm. to go back to and r- retire with. Mm. And I thought that would, yeah, I think good. that would yeah. have been a really justifiable, like emotional character ending to that yeah. movie but, whereas but, I mean, as it he... stands now jennifer connelly is just you know the girlfriend like yeah. she might she might be the forever girlfriend like that might be enough and i think the movie is trying to tell us that that's enough but i think having the daughter would have just cemented it but do you know do you know what mate though i think i think we're i think we're not far away from that right like just because there's not biological or not confirmed as a biological daughter doesn't mean that you say that you can't see the value of going well this this young girl no of course not so so of course not but i I think in the movie that we saw i think it would have been much easier to say that well of course yeah right there i think they do give again i think they i think they do give enough indication that that's the kind of relationship that those two are going to have right because he yeah you know when he sees it when he drops down trying to sneak out of his mom's house and she's just there looking at the window and stuff and yeah yeah, and and, and then you know right at the end of the movie when she looks he looks through the mustang and there there she is you know so i think i do actually think yeah no i see i see you totally see the point you're making um do you want to go i mean before we before i mean go back to the music really i mean no we should yeah so, so what I loved, but I also found it a little, I think, I think again, I was not, I don't know at what point I thought, oh, well, hold, hang on a minute. Is this a really good movie? And I don't know <laughs> at what point I, I did that. Um, but I'm pretty sure that uh, when I started watching this and the title and the opening credit sequence was very similar to the first film, I was a bit like, oh, well, it was almost, well, it was, it was, it was shot almost shot, identical. Yeah, yeah. It really, really was almost identical, uh, apart from the fact. I mean, the same stuff was happening on screen. It was uh, jet scrambling on a on a aircraft carrier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great stuff. Great shots. Really iconic opening. I mean, you don't blame them for recreating it at all. It's very much harkening back to the original. Mm. Uh, but the only real difference was it was playing the Top Gun anthem instead of uh, Danger Zone. Oh no! Well, it did. It does both. It does both. No, no, no. It does Danger Zone afterwards, but the original Top Gun actually opens with Danger Zone. No, it doesn't. It does. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It does. It's what? The, no, it's the same thing. Original Top Gun starts. You're kidding with, me? No, have ori- I just completely got that wrong? Yeah, they, they, it, no. they, they do them both together. So, and then D- Danger Zone starts in the original Top Gun um, when the the. We, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when the, the plane I know fires we did. We literally goes, did this two weeks yeah, ago. It, it, it does the two songs, two exactly the same songs in order. And then as soon as the planes oh, take off... I reckon I'm losing my mind then. No, no, Apologies. I mean, it's fine. Jesus don't, Christ. Don't, don't, but, but, like, but like, that's what I'm saying. And even the font and the text and everything was it. And it even had yeah. the, you know, in the 1976, you know, it had the kind of blurb at the top, you know, when it, it went, did, that yeah. school is top one. Um, do you know what's interesting? Because we were theorizing the other week when we did original Top Gun. It's like, well, how's how's this going to open? Is are they just going to go like aesthetically? Let's just do eighties again. Yeah. Or are they going to try and update it? Thing. And I do kind of like that they didn't. Yeah, but but I also I like yeah exactly. But I like how it was an it was an updated version of the lot of the music. Do you know what I mean? It was they recomposed the, the they recomposed the main titles. Um, you know, they recomposed the the actual the anthem as well. That was that was um, you know. The collection of musicians that we've mentioned earlier, you know, your Harold Faltermeyer, Lady Gaga, Hans Zimmer, 
Lauren Balfe. Like that, it was their interpretation of that piece of music, right? Yeah, definitely. I think if I if I can get my slight grievance out of the way, mm-hmm. I don't think the score had that much about it. Mm. I think it very much sounded like Hans Zimmer and Co. does Top Gun. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think I th- I think most of the music basically took it took all the material from Top Gun and basically symphony orchestra it. Mm. But do right? you but, to great effect yeah, in well, in, well, a, in a lot it, of yeah. places, yeah. But I think change I think just changing the instrumentation of something but having it being exactly the same mm. is kind of what they did and I don't know if I I don't think it's bad, but I just don't think it's that notable. Mm, to, mm. Do, do, you know, do you know what I mean? I'm just like, oh, that's what they did. That's well, what they well, changed. I mean, and that's kind of the end of the story. Do you but, know what? Well, but what I, you know, but what I, what I say to that is, I mean, what do you do, right? You are the studio. You've been told you're pretty sure you've got a good story. You've got Tom Cruise. You've got all the characters back. You've got, you know, you've, you've got your Val Kilmer's come back as well, which again was, you know, I thought it was a really touching sequence. Actually, it was, yeah, and I, and it I really, really like it how I and I believe that they kept in touch and that Iceman was looking out and keeping an eye on him and stuff, and you know, having having a two star look out for you and make decisions like I I, I understand. You kind of like, have to with his yeah, uh, you would, but, but I like, yeah. but like it was great actually. Like that was a really. Um, really really a very you know some a little bit background in military stuff and two stars relatively high right and um that's enough as a as a higher ranking enough to like very credibly keep people out of danger do you know what i mean like yeah favors for people and it was a subtle inclusion but actually it made a lot like it made a lot of sense oh yeah really did Um, really did definitely justified his um presence in the movie beyond hey remember the val kilmer yeah yeah yeah, exactly but but you know if we go back to the 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 movie as well like i mean so we've got all these people in place you've got you know all these characters and then you go right we need to look at the score and obviously you know hans zimmer makes a lot of sense um you know, you want to go someone like that. You maybe your Junkie XLs, maybe your Ludwig Gorsons. You know these sort of guys that are going to be, you know, packing up. They've got, they've got a, you know, they're they're kind of like a fist. They're they're a punch punch of an orchestra, aren't they? Right, like they're yeah. not, they're you know you wouldn't you wouldn't go to like a Thomas Newman for this. Do you know what I mean? You would want to go to someone who's you know maybe a Giacchino, but you want to go to someone who's very like you know got a lot of that you know attitude and Hans Zimmer very much kind of embodies that stuff but actually well kind of but I, I do I do when I saw Hans Zimmer's name on on screen and this was you know solidified after I came out of the movie and also by the way listening to the soundtrack mm-hmm. I did kind of get the impressions like right we don't really want anyone to put their stamp to really put their stamp on this we just want this to be like exceptionally well produced stuff exactly people, that was what, you what just said the know. point that I was going to say which is why why try why the, the the people don't watch this movie for the score do you know what yeah. i mean you 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 can only you know it's like one of these things where you only you get 15 points and you can choose some from column a column b column c yeah you're right do you know what i mean and what they've went is we're going to take the music from column c but also it turns out the column C is a fucking quality column as well. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, it just yeah. is not big and important. The story, yeah. the characters, that and by the, the way, it's here. it's worth mentioning that even though I'm like, all right, okay, so Hans Zimmer did this and he, you know, he, he made a new production and but it's basically the same material. Fine, whatever. Mm. 
I actually wouldn't have it any other way. Mm, mm. to no, be yeah, honest yeah, yeah, yeah. like i'm not gonna sit here and go yeah but wouldn't it have been amazing if it like somebody like john powell or something uh did something or even if uh, junkie xl i think would have been more of a personality for this than um than than, than hans ever i'm like no actually i'm very yeah, happy that, you, that yeah. i'm very happy that you just got the biggest production professional you could find for that particular role and just said can you just do a job please and he'd be like yeah fine i'll just do a job yeah yeah that's fine i think that's what this movie required and i actually don't hate it for it at all even though there's really not much to talk about it mm. <laughs> um well i mean i, I mean yeah from, from your perspective i think it's it's, it's it's more than serviceable um yeah some other funny fun things some other fun stuff to talk around um i i read this somewhere as a fact and i wrote it down which made me laugh and i don't know i've not watched a huge i don't watch a huge amount of tom cruise movies i think you've watched a few more than me um, well you you told me something amazing that you've not watched like the last couple of mission impossible movies no. like the ones that are like genuinely incredible yeah no i haven't and i'm looking forward to it actually oh. i will sit watching um so tom cruise has a strange habit of having someone or something named bob in most of his movies for the past 20 years or so can you corroborate oh, really? is that a thing somebody called bob or something called bob um do you know what? that's it's ringing a bell mm-hmm. but so I'm, I'm inclined to say yeah no that tracks but i can't think of any hard examples yeah off the top of my head did you notice, that's quite that's quite weird did you notice <laughs> the font of uh fanboy uh no it was all the star trek font on his helmet oh i was like i was trying to was. find all the different fonts but i thought they were quite interesting of um, course it was but but i want to talk to you about how they made this movie and i wanted like I want to kind of explain some things that I've read. And, you know, so Miles Teller actually went on Mark Kermode's podcast. I was listening a little bit to it. Oh, I listened to that interview. Did, did you? Oh, yeah. yeah what yeah, what yeah. did you think of it? Oh, great. What did you like? Really, the, really did good. you like what he said about the how much they filmed? Did you remember his quote that he said? Oh, what I'll was read it back said? to you. I mean, it basically, yeah, he, yeah, he, said, he said they filmed like the, the amount of like actual film that they had for this movie was longer than the entire runtime of The Lord of the Rings brilliant because of the the entire trilogy because what they were doing was they were basically they they were having to take hours and hours of predefined footage uh sorry of of predefined sequences and footage and then just have the characters repeat words repeat lines look around say the same words then do the same words whilst looking over your shoulder then say the same words whilst doing something else and and you know what i mean so that they had every possible every possible piece of dialogue said in a different ways so like tom cruise would say one thing and then miles teller would respond with something else and then they would and then he would say, right, now if he said it like this, the inclination of his voice, I would talk like this. Now, obviously, if it was like questions, answers, et cetera, you're answering a question yeah, yeah. after you're shouting, you know, they're behind you. He's over there. He's two more of them. Do you know what? And that that kind of stuff. But what they did was they basically just rec- recorded, 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 recorded. Because the editing that was required for this, and again, this is something that the first Top Gun gets a lot of flack for, was you watch the the sequences and you don't really have a clue what's going on like you kind of do and it was revolutionary yeah it's just time. it's just jets going across the yeah. screen going <laughs> now, <laughs> i could tell you exactly what was happening and where everyone was at every point in this movie and that is on on the fights and the dog fights and the and you know the and the the, the sort of the bombing run and stuff yeah that is incredible on its own do you know what i mean yeah. how you can portray story beats 
but also the planning to in order to execute that as well because i think i also heard and you would have heard in this pod on on this uh, interview as well that it cost eleven thousand dollars an hour oh yeah 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 per plane yeah yeah per plane to shoot to shoot this shit to borrow to borrow those planes and to take them out up in the air was eleven thousand dollars an hour so like and even and even then it came up uh, the whole movie came up under budget uh, then well not it's maybe made not under budget so but so much money this movie uh, is going to make so much money so much but money. it's significantly cheaper than the likes of like doctor strange for example yeah interesting that is really interesting and i i mean i said something to you i mean we're, we're going to wrap up soon but i i said something to you which i i still think is true right and what we said was we were leaving the cinema and we said that that was better than the first right there's no there's yeah, no yeah. way she, like that was oh, a better yeah. movie than the first yeah. one right in that, every measure in every measure way. way when has that ever happened before when and you know i'm gonna use let, let's use uh let's let's define that okay let's define this um th- this corporate decision as it is right it's uh it's a member berry decision okay okay like you know we we've had some examples of member berry films in the past your ghostbuster afterlife being one that was you know relatively yeah. relatively similar um when has a member berry sequel you know bringing all the cast back from the previous one or whatever to yeah, re- yeah. you know to and then to this when has that ever been been better than the first one before i just i, I like i don't think there is ever i don't think there's one like I think wow. this is so unique. Yeah. But I do think that there's a little bit of caution that you've got to apply to that, which yeah. is this movie is critically smashing it. Yeah. Okay? It's financially smashing it. Audiences love it as well. Yeah. Um there is a risk that studios just continue creating these member Perry style films. And well, they were always put... going to anyway, but at yeah. least now we have a great one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. But I just i I'd like to think that I'd like to think that yeah that there was maybe a little bit of control coming, and I just think this is this is just throwing a, a you know a cockerel back in the hens. Do you know what I All mean? Right, like yeah, okay. this is now uh, back no, to you. You were secretly hoping that that they'd um, they'd they'd burn themselves out. The industry would burn themselves out on this on this structure and that eventually we, the, everything would just be so shit that we wouldn't put up with it anymore or like, we would right, just start okay, getting some to... really good you know new movies that we'd never well seen no before. exactly and then and then the result of that is they just stop doing it yeah. and then we get new stuff anymore but now but now you've seen top gun maverick you know i see your point yeah, i see your point yeah. that, that's what and and you're not wrong but would i take a world in which this movie doesn't exist now that i've seen it absolutely fucking not I, I one, loved it. I had one more question for you, Alex. Yeah, go on. Do you think this adds more, less, or the same pressure to Patty Jenkins? Her squadron. Do, you know do, do you know what's really funny? One of her quotes when you know when they did that, it wasn't a, it, it wasn't a trailer, but a teaser, um, where she was standing outside a Model X wing, a full size Model X wing, and she was like, "Oh, not only Star Wars, but I wanted to make the best fighter pilot movie in in the yeah. world." And at the time, you were like, oh, yeah, fair play. Because honestly, if you could really nail that, that'd be really, really incredible. And we've just seen this. And I'm like, um, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Maybe 
I and actually, my money is on because at the moment that project is in a production hiatus. Yeah, well, I think, I, reckon, I think it has been cancelled. I think it has. Been. Uh, yeah, no, no, I think that will stay on the shelf. I think that's going the way of unfortunately the ryan johnson star wars trilogy in which it's not officially cancelled yeah, but they're or, just quietly or the, guys who did, um, the guys who did the oh game uh, benioff and wise yeah like, oh, i couldn't give a fuck about them <laughs> i couldn't it's I amazing how much hate they them. get it's amazing right that's a living proof of reputations take decades to build and and you know minutes to fall to pieces <laughs> well do you know what it do you know what it is though and we will get get to this and moving forward with um uh as far as like actors and things like that, because there's a particular story I want to cover there. But in the case of like writers and showrunners and stuff like that, I personally think they deserve every bit, bit of it, to be honest, mm, mm. because they, pro- they produce the whole thing. They write, they write the whole thing and they just, just completely dobbed in the last season because they wanted to go off and do star Wars. Yeah. Fucking unreal. Yeah. Like act like you cannot like what an actor does on screen, but at least, but they're saying lines that actors wrote. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, there are certain levels above that, but when the guys at the writers top, wrote, yeah, yeah. I, writers wrote. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but when the guys at the top, you know, take the biggest TV show that's ever been made at the time and just be like oh yeah but you know we've we've done this yeah it's just kind of like we can just kind of fob it in and then go and do star wars really i reckon yeah yeah nobody will mind they're still gonna lap this shit up we didn't lap it up no we didn't buy it and now you're fucked yeah <laughs> yeah 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 do you want to know just whilst we um how many thumbs up oh um, two easy you, i mean yeah it was it was an easy e- e- easiest decision ever best movie i've seen all year yeah, yeah. Uh, again, like this is the this is where I kind of go back and forward with the. Yeah. Whole, um, for me, for me, like experience at the cinema and like thinking about it afterwards, I'm like, oh my god, I love that so much. Yeah. Do you um do you want to know um so yeah season seven was fine fine ish it was relatively well received season six was good I mean they kind of were going downhill at that point um do you want to know yeah because you had to battle the bastards in season six and stuff winter yeah, yeah. winter. Um, yeah, you know, very the, end of the, 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 the Beyond the Wall and stuff like that in season seven. Do you want to know what rating the last episode? Um, it's called the Iron Throne. The the last episode oh, of yeah. Game of Thrones, uh, four point one. <laughs> oh IMDb. shit! Yeah, oh, how, how how art the mighty fall? Yes, yeah, brutal, brutal. Um, but yeah, great. Well, there you go. Fabulous. What's that? What are you doing here? No, I was just going to say uh, <laughs> for moving forward. <laughs> Oh, I know, but I'll do that now. Sounds great. All right, fabulous. Moving forward? Yeah, let's move it. Um... I oh, just I'm not recording anymore. I'm Are not you not? Reco- no, oh, I kept, I'm not. I kept, I kept it recording. No, I've not recorded any of this. I'm not recording any of this. Have you recorded it? Yeah. I've not recorded anything. Anything at anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Good joke. <laughs> you Good like joke. that? Did you like that? Yeah. Joke? It's funny. It, it's. <laughs> Actually, one. no. I was about to. I was. I was about to make a scathing comment, but I don't think I'm going to do that. No, do it. Do the scathing comment. Go do on. Do the scathing comment. I was gonna. I was gonna say. Um. Well, mainly because I don't think it's true, and I think. Uh, I think I'm probably. Yeah. Oh fuck it. I'll, I'll look like an idiot anyway. I was gonna say it's funny making that joke as the only person that where that's actually happened. 
but then I think I have actually done that. <laughs> oh, did or, I do? Did I do that once? Did I do that once? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I you had did. been we recording had to, from the start. Yeah, yeah, we had to do. We had but, to do like a you whole had episode a, again. But you had an incident once. I think it was Shrek I had too. A, I I had a I had an incident where it, it didn't just completely like it just completely uh, broke on me. It just yeah. completely broke on me. I had an that incident like that. So yeah, go there ahead. we go. They're we'll fun. Learn, they're, fun they're fun, painful memories, aren't they? I know. They're fun, exactly. Painful memories, totally self-inflicted. Um, yeah. You were you were going to bring some stuff to moving forward. I think you had some character conversations you were talking about. I don't know if it was it related to Obi Wan. It's, or... it's uh, related to Obi Wan, yeah, which cool. I have now seen. Yeah, so the first it, three episodes. Yeah, so we've, uh, both, so we've now both seen. I mean, this is a mid-series recap, right? And I guess like I from here, is. isn't it really bizarre how they did? They dropped two on Friday and then they moved to Wednesday. Like yeah. it's a bit like, what the fuck is happening here? Why? I don't really understand that decision. Well, it's not that they moved to Wednesday because the original stories. Because remember, they they pushed the first two episodes back, literally a couple of days. So the plan was always for them to be them released again. It was to coincide with Star Wars Celebration, mate. Oh, okay. Because that conference was happening at Anaheim over the weekend, so they had all the panels and all the trailers dropped and all that, all that. Got nonsense. it. Got it. So, so no, it was supposed to be the Wednesday and released on Wednesdays, mm. and then Star Wars Celebration happened. So they're like, all right, we'll 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 just push back a few days. And I'm glad that they released the first two episodes at once because i think you really needed them to get into it yeah yeah because i think the first episode might have felt a bit like yeah and what yeah but <laughs> Do you know what i mean but 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 that's not uh, i know okay i mean look, look you you're really enjoying this aren't you okay so yeah i'm really enjoying this and what i want to say very very early on in this is I have realized, and I think I've said this on the podcast before, I have realized that I have a certain level of unconditional love for Star Wars yeah. where I, I I genuinely don't care. People can people can just uh, spout endless critical, like, yeah, but that's a bit shit though, isn't it? Like, you know, the fact that this happened and, you know, that happened and it was done like this and that's a bit shonky. That's a bit, like, it's a bit shit. Like, you have to admit it's a bit shit. And I'm like... Mm. Yeah, but I don't care. Mm, like, mm. stop talking to me. I just, I don't care. Yeah, I, I don't care about any of it. Rise and of Skywalker the... is a good film. <laughs> right, yeah. So my caveat, my only caveat <laughs> to that, my only caveat to that is Rise of Skywalker is an absolute dog turd of a movie. And no. I've not seen it. I've not seen it since the cinema. And actually, even Attack of the Clones, like, I'll, I'll watch that. But it, I, I will but happily but stick good, that but on. But... And it is good in Rogue One when those characters who the guy who gets his arm cut off in the cantina band bar is there, isn't it, Alex? <laughs> it is good. Is this, is this, is this falling apart? Yeah, very no, eyes, I know. It? I know. Like, I know. You're, you're giving gonna, me the greatest just, heads quote, back at me. I'm just going to quote something. Remember, um, yeah. nobody hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans, Alex. Yeah, I know. Are no, you, no, no, you it's true. To, like just justify your way out of this one. <laughs> no, not at all. No, but I, I don't think I'm one of. I don't think I'm one of those people. That's, nobody does. Nobody likes I'm, to think it. No, I know what you mean. I don't think you are. No, but I'm not though no, because I, I, I do. But, but but you know, I I agree with what you're saying. I mean, I you, you know, it's funny, right? So I, I you are a much bigger Star Wars fan than I am, and so therefore I've got a little bit more. I guess like um, emotional freedoms to be critical where I think yeah. is pro- appropriate, and and I <clears throat> I think the jury's still out for me on this one, and I I wanted to like this series more than it than I am, 
Um, right. Okay. It's just you know, sadly where it is. I think I, you know, we were chatting about it before we started recording, and actually it was a really good conversation. And I'm just going to kind of reiterate the point, which was I think a lot of the decisions that are being made by the characters in it, for me, don't feel based on everything I know about the characters, don't feel correct, and I think it jars and gets a little bit in the way of the story. Right. I felt that. The, the the overall theme and the uh, theme is good but the tone i think is not quite right or right it just hasn't aligned i think we saw that initial previously on during the, the summary of the um you still there dude oh yep still there yeah just, just the 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 i heard your little your, your little don't know what quite happened there um i i think the overall tone and the theme is is uh it, it's it, look, it depends, right? Like, it depends on what you want from this movie. I, I said to you, I think this feels very, like, child-orientated. Like, it's a little bit right. more family-orientated. And for what is quite possibly one of the bleak, like, the, the the aftermath of the most bleak event in the Star Wars, you know, um, averse, right? As, as, yeah. as it were. I, 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 want, I wanted this to be visceral, and gutting and there was a couple of points right that really just emphasized this um you know as an example the so episode three i think starts to deliver a bit more against that i thought the, the yeah. color palette was beautiful the lightsabers have never looked better right um but but i i must admit like i think it was episode one um you know i, I find it a bit odd how there's other jedi there he's not willing to help somebody he is willing to help luke but i guess it's because it was the promise that he made and he kind of is trying to push all the other jedi away and then we see the same jedi later on and it's just see his feet swinging and i'm like oh that's grim but like i like yeah. it but yeah, then yeah. it zooms out and he's not hanging by his neck he's hanging yeah. by like a like a frame do you know what yeah, i mean yeah. and i'm a bit like oh what, why didn't you, why didn't, do you know what I mean? Like, I think that is the perfect example of this. This, this is a series that wants to be gritty, but it's a man hanging by a, by a harness rather right. than his neck. Like, and yeah, I yeah. think that's a kind of visual. I mean, again, like there's some really cool bits, you know, with um, the, the second, third sister, I think, oh, she, she's, she's, she's brutal and I love her. And yeah, I know yeah. you're saying she's getting a huge amount of hate, which I, I just can't fathom. Um, I know. And it, it actually makes me really upset. I, I, but like, it, again, it, it's sad because I so I think the, you know Star Wars had to make an announcement or something. Like this. I was just looking on my phone there, um, but you know like her, she is giving me hope because she is the brutal you know no bullshit kind of vibe that we're getting. You know yeah, when yeah. she cuts when she cuts someone's hand off in the first first episode and then yeah just for nothing for, for nothing. <laughs> I, I just like I, it's just it's it's and I and I wanted to see I wanted to see him more desperate than he is do you know what i mean like i wanted to see him and and i we talked a little bit about my favorite I, i'm a huge fan of rogue one and i just love i want them to bottle and distill and recreate the desperation of the last you know few minutes of that film and yeah I, and i and i'm like can you do that but stretch that and use obi-wan and you know but um so i i want all the i want all those things as well i do want all those things as well but i'm very much of the impression that by the time series ends we will have had it okay because yeah. i think i think It'll be exhausting this thing if it happens every week well one that but also because I've, I've been thinking about the, the the streaming episode format a mm. fair bit and we all know or in case you didn't know that this series started off life as a movie 
Mm-hmm. It started. It started off life as Obi Wan, a Star Wars story, mm-hmm. but then you know Solo kind of didn't do really well, and you know Rogue One, for as good as it was, by like some people say, um, had a lot of production problems and. All, all sorts of that and they were just like right okay let's can the movies just now because we're not getting the movies right at the moment we're not getting the movies right at the moment so let's restructure this into a tv show and do it like that mm-hmm. that's basically what that's basically the story of this of, of, but of, what of they were Obi-Wan getting thing. right was things like the mandalorian and, and i think that there's elements yes. of the mandalorian that kind of play into this you know the fact that he's looking after leia in in that kind of like um you know old, yeah old no there's definitely there's definitely a few things but i i think the one of the one of the cons of having characters that we that 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 we know and that we're getting thrust into a world in a time period that we know which is not the mandalorian because the mandalorian is a time period that we don't know and in characters that we don't know so we're organically growing with mm. each episode i i think when you break when you have a story that's written out and it's one director's vision because it's Deb, deborah chow doing yeah, the whole yeah, series the whole thing, which yeah. is great and it's one vision, but you chop it up into six little bits, right? You're giving people the opportunity to sit down and watch a thing, finish watching a thing, have it not be the whole story, and then have them all react to it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I don't think that any sort of reviews of, of those episodes in that can... You you don't have the whole story, so how can you possibly how can you possibly say it? Because and you can endlessly you can endlessly theorize all those things. Like my my response to like you you'd like to see Obi Wan a bit more desperate. You know, I would say until he met actually met Vader again in Episode Three or you know at, right at the end of Episode Two again. He I think I think he was quietly depressed on Tatooine, but he thought that uh, he thought that Anakin was dead. He didn't have that fear factor. There was nothing really to fear because everyone thought thought he was dead and all he had to do was look after Luke. Mm. And at some point maybe he thought Luke would probably have to do something about the Emperor at mm. some point in the but he had no idea that Vader was on the horizon going that. But I and I think at the end of episode two, and I think Ewan is doing a fucking brilliant job. Yeah, he's I think he's I think he's so good at that realization moment that anakin is alive and that vader's alive and then their first confrontation i couldn't believe that they gave him them a confrontation basically at this mid-season like episode three like you know Mm. the first vader reveal is like right no we're going to put them against each other and i think that fear will get introduced and i suspect and this is just my theory here that from episode four you will have a bit more of that frantic oh my god I'm so outmatched here. Oh yeah, Vader's yeah, yeah. Cu- Vader's coming for me now. Th- this is what I think we're getting now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. at the end of the story, all these things that everybody wants to see out of it, when they feel like they're not getting, they will have got. But yeah. they just, you know, you just had to wait. Yeah, a that, little bit that's for fair. It. That's fair. I mean, uh, let's go back to the. Uh, I guess the first point first, right? The the, um, if you could, if you could make decision, or or just uh, c- candidly, surely. Han Solo's story is better fit for a TV series, and this is better fit for a movie because yeah, this one's like, the wrong way around. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I do think that I do think that Han Solo's story could have been quite an interesting one that would develop with characters in a wild and western. Oh, it's, the, it's, you know, it's, of... it's, it's the young Indiana Jones model, isn't it? exactly. Yeah, and I yeah, think yeah. that would I think that would have worked quite well. Um, the second point you raise, I think that's very valid, actually. And i i was um, I was always of the opinion that there was going to be more than one meeting between Obi-Wan and, and Darth Vader. 
And I'm now making a bet that I think the second time they meet, he's going to meet without his helmet. I think you're going to see yep. more. I think there's going to be a lot more of him without his helmet in this. Yeah. And it's going to be him fighting with his lightsaber with his helmet off. Because I think we you see yeah. that in a lot of fan art for Darth Vader. And yeah, it means, that'd be really cool to see, yeah, actually. And, it and you means, can see the hate as exactly, well. Exactly. You can yeah, see, yeah. and you'll be able to see Christian, Hayden Christensen's face. You'll be able to see, you know, Anakin's eyes. Well, this is, well, this is a very big thing. If you think about uh the all the press leading up to this it's actually been very ewan and hayden like equal billing and you and and you look at episode three and you go yeah we know hayden's in the suit because they said he's in the suit and it's very clearly him in the back to tank like i think the the prosthetics and makeup that they did on him in the back to tank were incredible at the end of season two it was such a strike mm. uh, not season two episode two it was such a striking image and it was very clearly hayden i think mm. but at the end of the day we've got james earl jones's voice back yeah which is right great. Is, is that and it's so, not actually james earl jones is it no it is it is i yeah, thought he was credited just, uh was he i thought they just captured a load of things that he said and pulled it together on a because i'm sure they can do that now right like even if he if james earl jones you know if they want to do another season of this or they wanted to include vader down oh. the line and he wasn't alive i'm sure they could still just they've got enough of his oh, voice out there Oh, I suppose no. I, he was definitely credited as as voice of Darth Vader in this when you watch, great. when you That's watch great. the credit. But then, but then you think, well, yeah. But when push comes to shove, you could stick any big dude in the suit and have mm. James Earl's, Earl Jones' voice. So why get Hayden and why make a big song and dance about it? And I think that theory you've just said about him having the mask off is one really, really good theory. Mm. Another one which we've kind of seen a little bit of here. Oh yeah, is we like, did a flashback. Is, is, is not so much a flashback, but like uh, a go- a ghostly ghost. presence, a yeah. vision of robed Anakin. Yes, and. It plays around a little bit with what we understand uh, force and spirits and stuff to be at the moment. But I think if that's well developed, and I have no idea which way it can go, like, is he going to interact with this kind of force ghost? Is it going to be good Anakin, as in which would be leading into a kind of, the you know, the idea the rec- that... He, he will reconcile one day. Or or the idea that they really hammer home in the original trilogy, where which is like Darth Vader effectively killed Anakin. You know, that whole certain point of view argument. Yeah? Yeah. So So do we get some good Anakin talking to talking to obi-wan on behalf of like you know he's hidden inside vader somewhere something like that or is it the oh that would be good to see yeah yeah or is it the non-disfigured full human darth vader thing so like evil revenge of the sith i don't think it'll be that no i don't don't think think it'll be that that either but it's definitely an option but if it's good anakin i think that'd be really really interesting yeah well the one thing that you and i haven't talked around yet is there's a very, very heavy hints for somebody else, isn't there? I don't know if you've been picking up on this vibe constantly. What, what Quinlan Voss? Uh, <laughs> every <laughs> single time. I, I cannot believe how much play he had in the, the sort of the previously on, you know, the kind of the recaps. And in the kind of, he's even saying, talk to me, Qui-Gon, talk to me, Qui-Gon. Oh yeah, Qui-Gon. I mean... I mean he absolutely will be in this. There's no yes. Do, and do you remember you know I mean? when I put my money on it a couple of weeks ago, and you're like, oh, I don't know. I yeah, you're right. Actually, yeah, I I thought he wasn't going to be in it. Um, he absolutely will be in it, won't he? Yeah, absolutely will. Yeah, but I think it'll be at the end. Yeah, I don't think because I think at the moment part of Obi Wan's character journey in this series, I think, will be him reconnecting with with the Force, and I don't think he will get 
back up to that. Because basically at the end of the series, he has to be Alec Guinness, doesn't mm, he? Mm. And there's a and there's a kind of wizarding twinkle in Al, in Alec Guinness's eye when you see when you meet him in Obi in uh, Hello New there. Hope. Hello there. Um, where he's he's quietly very confident, like he knows how powerful he is, like he's he's reached another level to the point where when he when he confronts Vader on the Death Star, he's either he knows that he's going to die and he doesn't care. Or he knows he need, he's going to die and he doesn't care, but it's because, you know, he knows how fucking uber powerful he is now because he knows mm. this, like, you know, this uber zen Jedi, things, Jedi yeah. secret, secret thing. And he's not that at the moment. No. He's very, very unsure of himself at the moment, which I, I love exploring. But I do think at the end of the series, he needs to become that. So maybe episode quite, five, quite episode six. Yeah. Episode five, episode six, he'll reach those new levels of power, and we'll meet Qui Gon. That, 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 that's kind of what I yeah. think, and I'm, you, I'm really excited think, to see. Do it. Do you think Hayden Christensen's um, Anakin Skywalker will meet Qui Gon in any way, shape, or form? Do you think there'll be a three way conversation? Well, again, I've got no idea. It very much depends on the presence of this ghostly mm. um, vision, Anakin, of which we know very little about at the mm. moment. Mm. But I'm really excited to find out. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I am looking forward to more of it. I'm looking forward to more. Yeah. Good. But but just to touch on Moses Ingram. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Who, yeah, who plays Reva. She's just been getting all sorts of hate on, on socials, and it's just so unacceptable. She, she posted an Instagram story where she did, like, a reel of like a few of the things she, like she was getting and they're horrific. I'm not going to, I'm not going to um, give them any sort of airtime here, but, and she was like, yeah, there's literally hundreds of these. And like, what, what, is, what the fuck is why? wrong with you guys? Why would you do? Why? I mean, it's, and, it's and even like, but, but I also think that like, I also think that, you know, maybe, you know, there's also now, I, I read a wee bit of like, oh, you know, Obi Wan's going to be a very diverse series, going to be a very diverse cast and stuff like this. And I'm like, yeah. I don't think you need to say that, right? Because Star Wars is, you know, to its credit, one of the most diverse uni- universes out there. Do you know it's what I mean? It's a galaxy far, far away and literally nobody is like... Yeah, but, I don't know. But even still, like, there's there's Anything. a multitude, you know, from your Mace Windu's, your Lando Calrissian's, the amount of black actors that are playing incredibly, you know, prominent roles in the series. Yeah. So even 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 from like a racism angle, I I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. A, I don't understand Mad. why Disney why Disney had to go was going to be a really diverse goal. They're, they all are actually Disney. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you don't need to you don't need to say that. They all are. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to fl- wave that flag. Exactly. Um. And then. You know, then we've got then we've got this. And you know, even even in the more um even in the, the the sort of the modern day sequels, um, you know, with with Finn, um, John Boyega as well. I mean, he got so much hate, didn't he? Yeah, and, and I Kelly think... Kelly Marie Tran as well. Oh yes, she did. Rose got loads, yeah. didn't she? Yeah, yeah. But um, it's just disgusting, and like, <sighs> they're not. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think that's the point, isn't it? It's that like, you know, back in the day, people didn't care. Now, all of a sudden, people care. I mean, like. Racism is thriving in this world yeah. and in this, you know, this community. And it's these people who, but like, the, the point I'm trying to make is the people who have that viewpoint feel threatened because this is something they love and they don't yeah. see themselves here. But if it's something that they feel threatened about and they don't see themselves in it, how can they watch the prequels and see people like Mace Windu or um, the original series and see Lando Carizian and not feel yeah. the same level fucking, of threatened. Do you know I what I fucking, mean? I fucking dare you to send a message to Samuel Jackson saying congratulations on being a diversity hire. Mm. Like, Jesus Christ. 
it's so Sorry, dumb guys. it's so fucking dumb and uh, just oh yeah whatever anyway we've got some we've got some more fun stuff to talk about don't we yes we do we do um what what else have we got going on alex here i'm just bringing my phone well uh well have you been watching stranger things season four i have watched the first episode so have i i thought it was I, delightful yeah I, I really thought it was like great it as well. I, I, like I, the... I love it as well. And I'm looking forward to watching more, but I think it's going to take me a while because these episodes are long. They are, aren't they? Yeah. It was There's like an hour one. and 10 minutes. There's not a single one that's shorter than an hour 15. I wow. Checked. And I was just like, I've got to... That's like a movie. But I gotta do you know, but do you know take why? time to watch Do you that. know why? Because there's now like 10 central characters. Do you yeah, know what I mean? There's, there's so and they've introduced new characters. Who's the new dude um, that they have? The guy with the long oh, hair. I love him. I love him too. What a I great new him. character. I Do you know who be... he looks like? I don't know who the actor is, but he looks like um, his face looks like who's the who's who's the bad guy in uh, Quantum of Solace? Dominic Green. Yeah, weave it. Yeah, yeah it looks yeah. like him, doesn't it? Yeah, looks he, like a young version of him. He is my favorite. I'm actually going to go and watch more of it now, actually, but because I, I really enjoyed the. Um, I, I enjoyed the first episode a lot more than I thought. I also love it was the yeah the Hellfire Club. I also really liked the um, the Lucas story, you know, with with him with the with the basketball. Yeah, um, yeah I thought that good. was really great. But yeah. there is a, there's so many, you know, you've got the Robin Buckley, Steve Harrington, Jonathan Byers, Nancy Wheeler. You've got Max, who's clearly you know suffering from her, for, for her brother's dying. Will obviously, Dustin, Mike, Eleven. Then you've got the Hopper story. You've got the Joyce story. Like, yeah. there's so many Eric. I love Erica. She's such a great character. You know, in the Hellfire Club, where they bring her in, like, as the, oh, yeah. the ringer so to funny. come in. She is so funny. She's excellent. I love um, a, sassy, a sassy little, like, 10 year old who she, just, like, completely bosses everyone around. And then there's them. this kind of, this Vicky story. Um, you know, there's 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 the. So I, I, I think, you know, so the, the stories that you've got is Robin, I think, fancies Vicky in the band. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was back in those days. Um, do you know what? It didn't feel like too much, though. You're listing all of this. You're, you're listing all of these things, and I'm like, oh, bloody hell, that's a lot, yeah, isn't it? But I didn't, is. I didn't really feel the, that the when I was watching it. The character we're talking about was Eddie Munson, and he's played by Joseph Quinn, and he's really captivating. Netflix have done this recently, where they put some really captivating actors in some of their series. You know, there's us shitting on Netflix. Did you see Midnight Mass? Midnight Mass was their kind of like Nantucket vampire one. Amazing oh, yeah. TV, amazing one series TV series. And there was a there was a there was a character in there and an actor in there, which I'm not going to bring it up now. Um, but watch it, mate. I think you'd really like it. Okay. But, um, I had another theory. I mean, I don't know if it's a bit too on the nose. I think Will's gay, isn't he? Will Will is Will Will is not. I think he is gay. Oh man! I mean, do you know what I mean? I think that's where they're I going with that character. Could be. I don't know. I I was picking up that vibe, which I thought was really interesting. I thought it was really good. But I, I'm yeah, I'm happy you and me have only we've only watched one. I'm going to keep watching. But anyway, that yeah. was my uh, no. Looking forward. We also got a trailer for Pinocchio, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think? I'll be honest. I got Dumbo vibes. Oh, did you? I... I got I got Dumbo Tim Tim Burton vibes. Okay, I didn't... like I, 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 but just the fact that it's it's a little Disney it's a little Disney movie that looks like it's been a little stretched bit it. yeah yeah stretched with sparkle you know, so, so i so i got more lion king vibes you know how they redid the fabro lion king sort of thing yeah mainly because um 
the some of the sec- some of the some of the frames are shot but shot by shot from the the cartoon. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so I never watched Dumbo growing up. We, we always have this conversation: what what Disney films you had on your shelf defines who you yeah. are, etc. Yeah, yeah. Um, everyone's got gaps in the repertoire. Don't I, the massive gap was Dumbo. I never watched Dumbo. I don't. I've never seen Dumbo. I've never seen it from start to finish. All right. Um, I'll tell you it's now. Quite cute. I'll tell you now. I watched Pinocchio like there was no tomorrow. Oh, me too. And I, it terrified me as well. It was terrifying. The Do you know what? The, sequence, the, donkey, the donkey, the donkeys in the fairground. Oh my god, that shit's dark. That is so terrifying. That is yeah. so terrifying. You could just also, not get away with it. But also, Monstro the Whale as well. And the Monstro the Whale is also very like, scary as well too. Like, he's and a I, scary again, dude. Maybe it's just me. God, I'm a dark <laughs> person. I just, I want them to lean into that kind of like real, the real horror of this, this, this right. film. But you know, like even just Geppetto. Um, well, it's know, Tom Hanks in this. He, he looks fantastic. What's the cat called again? Um, the the black and white cat is it? Um, it's oh. Oh, do you, oh, that's really frustrating me. Oh, that's really annoying. Yeah, the cat is because it, it's another Italian name, isn't it? It's not. It's not Michelangelo, is it, or anything like that? No, I can't um, remember. Oh, that's bit, annoy me. And then Joseph Gordon Levitt is Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket looks identical as well. Yeah. Um, I like Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket is a great character in disney that just doesn't really get a huge amount you know like he is your conscience a physical embodiment of your conscience yeah. i love that i yeah. love it and he's always so he was he was also lovely do you know what i mean just yeah. heartwarming and just and a, a good character a glorious singing voice as well do you know what's very interesting though this is going straight onto disney plus oh is it yeah this is going this is a disney plus premiere and I mean, touch wood, but we're out of the woods now, surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as, you know, the thing is going. Yeah. Like, what's the reason for this? And honestly, the, in the back of my mind, I, I just think it might end up being meh. Yeah. And that's, the, and that's right. the reason. I think, I think it, you know, we'll put this out. We've, we've worked on it. It's got Tom Hanks in it. This is going to be great for the kids. Mm. Let's let's not give this the full fanfare. It, maybe it's maybe it doesn't need the full fanfare. Mm. I'll watch it. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I don't think it's. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna turn the needle anyway. Mm. Cats called Figaro. F- oh yes. <laughs> um, we saw another trailer for another Disney thing. We saw a trailer for Willow, which was a thing. Did you? Oh, ever, yeah. Did you ever watch Willow? <laughs> I haven't a clue about Willow, mate. No, neither <laughs> did I. I've never seen Willow. But I like Warwick Davis, and this was a. So George, I. I think this is George Lucas as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was George Lucas story. I think I will get back into this. Will you? I'll watch it, but I'm scared. It's probably one of those things where, unless you grew up with it, you probably think it's a little bit mental. Oh, fine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you. Oh, like me, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, the only reason you keep me around is because you grew up with me. I'm going to give you some quick fire other things from moving right. forward. Just give me an opinion on it. Furiosa has just started filming with Anya Taylor-Joy. Oh, fabulous. Uh, playing Charlie Theron. Furiosa, as Charlie Theron's, she is the most badass female character Easily. in a movie. In, Easily. A, in a movie I've ever seen, I think. Easily. I adore Charlie Theron adore her she is wonderful well and said. the character of furious is excellent 
Oh, and man. I really like Anya Taylor-Joy. I think Anya Taylor-Joy will do a really good job with that, actually. Oh, yeah. I love her. Like, she's one of those actresses where, like, I don't actually care what it is she's in. Mm. I'm, I'm going like, to I'm gonna love it. Like, Jessie Buckley. Jessie Buckley. You ever seen her and stuff? She is. She's the Irish one. She was in, um, she's in Fargo and she's a load of things. But, yeah, right, no matter okay. what she's in, I'm just like, oh, she always plays really weird, intriguing characters. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of weird, intriguing characters and female badasses, the one that actually Furiosa comes toe-to-toe against is Ratcatcher to danielle melquire oh very good she is excellent as well um but she danielle melquire has just been announced to be cast in guardians 3 excellent. so don't quite know what that role is going to be but i really like her um and she's awfully pretty oh very good <laughs> yes to put it mildly <laughs> can catch my rat oh my days oh my days um, you kept a pg and then you really yeah. didn't yeah <laughs> cock um <laughs> cock joke uh and then to wrap it up it's just broke last night johnny depp i think won, he won his for, case he won his case for 15 million um amber heard i think has to pay 5 million in damage or 3 million in damages um so you know and, and then i think accumulative is up to, up to about 10 million is the delta in johnny depp's favor um between what they both owe each other um I was reading an interesting article about the fact that it was the reason why it was different to the UK trial was the UK obviously is defer- determined by a judge, whereas the US is determined by a jury. I don't yeah. know if there's any legs in that. Um, do we have anything? I, I mean, like I've we've I've avoided this topic for a oh, while. It's no, just no, one no. of these ones I, just to get away it, from. But like, it, it, it really, there there are literally no winners in this. Like, no, the in, the internet is celebrating, but I think I'll, the court of public public opinion it was so important in this one like the justice for johnny hashtag was billions and billions of clicks whereas like you know hardly anyone was uh in amber's corner and, it, and it, it's it's well in, like amy it, schumer and a few people have come out like they've been yeah. quoting some of the um some some points from the suff- suffragette movement and, look, and stuff like this and, and look things. a lot of it was re- and a lot of it was really shifty i, I think I, I think there are certainly some lies going on like in in amber's corner and things like that but like i don't know there's just it, it's really dirty it's it's really dirty and I, that- I think a lot of people I, I think a lot of people have like just gone oh yeah she's just you know she's manipulating and she's lying and it's batshit crazy and you know justice for johnny hashtag 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 and i'm and i'm sitting there going right okay all that might be true but he's not a fucking saint no here. he's not no he's one not is. a think, saint I think here make, i think i think the thing that the 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 weird takeaway from it is that for for a married couple there is an unholy amount of secret filming that has gone on over the past right. couple of years you know what i mean and I'm right like, and i'm like oh my god i mean that isn't even like a warning sign that's a warning yeah. parade do you know what yeah, i mean yeah. that's a warning floats and oh, biplanes like flying red over flags everywhere um, Jesus Christ! But hey, look, whatever happens. I mean, I guess like it's, now that there's, uh, you know, the only reason we're covering it, I think you you sit there on the head. No one's winning, right? No one's winning. No. It's just a tragic state of affairs for everyone yeah. involved. Everyone that's affecting. Um, my God! But like, yeah. I guess that's the news right now. Do you know what I mean? Like that's the, yeah, that's that's exactly. the facts. At least that's not um you know that's not our opinions of it. That is just what's happened. So goodness. Hey. Um. But uh. But yeah. I'm sure everyone. I just want everyone to just to walk away from each, <clears throat> walk away from each other now. Jesus, throat's cold. Yeah. Um, oh, bloody hell. Yeah. I think, then, to, I think I think we need to wrap this one up. Just to walk away into the sunset. Yeah. Um. What do they have to do now? 
Right, now, they've got to get themselves onto the Apple Podcast app. Find us on there. Give us a cheeky little five-star rating, if you please. Uh, you can also leave us a review. If you don't want to review, review the show, because you might not, you can tell us your favorite movie, your favorite movie soundtrack. We love yeah. to see, read, and hear yeah. all of what you've got to tell us. Uh, yeah, no, don't l- go sending these like small like half part one, part two. Just send it all. Aye. Nice. You know who you are. Yeah, just send. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're on loads of other platforms where you like to listen to your podcast, like Spotify. And uh, if you want to get more directly in contact with us, we've got an email address as well. That is motionspod at gmail.com. And thank you very much to KTC um, for our, our KTC graphics for a wonderful, wonderful artwork that you can see right in front of us. You're probably looking at it right now. Oh, oh yes. don't we look so lovely? And um, yeah, because people stare at their phones like for the entire duration of podcast. They're just looking at looking at the artwork the whole time. Going, that's it. That's I'm all you're imagining them talking. That's it. Exactly. That's them. right in yeah. front of me. <laughs> moving, moving. Uh, we and of course we have do have action figures coming out very soon. So please make sure Absolutely. you have that. It will be Alex. You pull the string back and he just says a whole load of other shit that he usually says yeah, like yeah. his normal catchphrases. Yeah, um, it's Hasbro, so you know it's good. Hasbro, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, oh, I forgot to say my kombucha is delicious. Oh god! I flavored cares. it. I flavored it with. <laughs> I flavored one with grapefruit, one with orange, one with ginger. Um, the ginger one hasn't fizzed properly, carbonated. But the the grapefruit one properly has carbonated, so it's like right. opened it and it's all fizzy. And I was like, oh, this is really interesting. Uh, okay. okay, carbonated something from and fermented and carbonated. That's my things I've Fantastic. taught myself. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, you're like it's, a man with fire. That's it. I know exactly. Yeah, yeah. I've been, uh, the, a fire on the wheel. A fire oh, wheel. A fire wheel. And, <laughs> and, 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 and the bookshelf in the, in the second bedroom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's just a little bit squint. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for listening. Do we know what we're doing next week? Is it, are we Jurassic Parking we, yet? Or we, we don't. No, no. That's, an, that's another week. But I did have an idea. Okay. Okay, well, um, why don't we leave them leave them with that? Oh, yes. We have an idea. Um, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we will speak to you again next week. But until then, goodbye now. All right, guys. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.